0: Welcome to the Mud Talk Podcast, where you can hear thoughts from potters and ceramic artists around the world. A new topic each episode to improve our craft, grow our businesses, and discover new perspectives. We want to hear from you. My name is Brandon Schwartz, but you can call me Fuzzy. You are listening to Episode 8 of the Mud Talk Podcast. This episode is a little different from other episodes so far. It will be a little shorter than normal, but I think it will lead to a lot of discussions in the future. For this topic, I left it up to you to ask the questions. I wanted to know what you would ask other potters or ceramic artists. I thought it would be a great way to get some ideas for future Mud Talk Mondays and make sure we're discussing topics that you really want to discuss. There were a lot of great responses, everything from how do I get started all the way to how do I price my pots and make a living. As usual, when I was reading through the comments, some patterns started to emerge. So we are going to start with the beginner questions, and then here's some of the more technical questions. After that, we'll look at some of the questions about the business side of working with clay, and then we'll hear a few miscellaneous questions. At the end, I'll give a preview of upcoming Mud Talk topics, so you can send in a message that could be on a future podcast, or get a response ready for the Mud Talk Monday social media posts. So let's hear some questions that you would love to ask other potters or ceramic artists. There were a few people that just wanted to know how to get started. Monstrous said, as someone who only did grade 8 art and did a semester in pottery, Where do I start with literally nothing? Shelby said, I'm so interested and have nothing to start with. Where do I begin and with what kind of products? Now, I'll give a brief answer here to these two because I love when people try something new, especially if it's working with clay. One thing I love about making pottery is that you can start small. All you really need to get started is clay. As you progress, you can start adding tools and equipment and tried new techniques. The complicated part comes when you are ready to fire and glaze your work. For a longer, more in-depth answer, I have a new course coming out very soon at Expert Clay that is for complete beginners that want to know how to get started. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you're interested in that. There were a number of technical questions about specific parts of the process. Mimi Pottery said... Clay sculpture incorporating a metal rod. What type of metal do you use to avoid melting in the kiln? Marion Williams Pottery said, Use of oxides. How, when, effects, application, etc. InstaLess Wes Pottery said, How to build a high-fire-capable kiln at home, or how to fire functional pots from home efficiently, and ideally without spending a fortune. Pamela Barclays ATX said, Favorite handmade or repurposed pottery tools? Noah Kildew Ceramics said, How do frequent soda fires get that pitted texture in the soda? Is it a clay high in alumina or some other refractory? Lanny Ray Creative said, I want to transfer my photos and art onto my ceramic pieces. I don't want to do it post-glaze firing. I want it to be fired on and remain as functional stoneware. Do I need special paper slash printing done? Risa B. Seattle said, Kiln use, maintenance and firing techniques. I'm a new potter and I am buying my first kiln. I have never fired one before and I'm nervous. Forgetful Yogi said, Finding the right base clear glaze for mason stains and cone 6 oxidation, particularly reds and pinks, and printing and applying laser printed decals. The Clay Rabbit said, Great idea this thread. I would love to find information on cold finishes for sculptures because I've tried looking for books on it and online for this topic and there's nothing much out there. And I'm always searching for lovely matte finishes, firing and non-firing with methods of application that are user-friendly. Shandy Reynolds said, What's the best way to pull up walls? I can pull them up to an extent, but I can't seem to get it. Jane N. from Facebook said, What brushes does one use when they want to draw figures onto bisque-fired pots? I never seem to get the correct brush size or type, and my strokes just come out looking yucky and not what I want. There were also a number of questions about selling pottery and running a business. New Spin on Tradition said, how do you balance your time making work with time spent on the rest of the tasks necessary when making a living in clay, i.e. shipping, marketing, accounting, photographing, etc. Chrissy Brown Sculpture wants to know, how do you price your work? Lisa Bevins Pottery said, I'm interested in how other clay artists plan, month to month, the whole year. Pines and Pottery said, How to price fairly to both potter and consumer. I'm really struggling with this, especially as brand new baby potter. Derek O'Rourke Ceramics said, How do you make a living from pottery? Jess Tabasco said, How do I start a career after college? Dawadat Ceramics said, How to market online making up bios that don't sound forced or fake. I love talking and discussing, but when it gets to writing, I have trouble. Stonecrap Studio said, Who is my market and how do I find them? Pricing is also a puzzle. Nicola Hart Studios said, I need help with trying to calculate how much I should be selling my work for, when everything is one of a kind and it seems impossible to calculate time." Carol Barclay, 6, said, Best practices for online marketing. There were also plenty of other questions that didn't fit into the categories already mentioned, including Oteplikov, who said, Would it be the same joy to make a copy of an ancient vase or sculpture as you have making a new one? Grace, your table, said, I love learning ideas of how other potters arrange and organize their studios. It always inspires new ideas for me. D. Taylor's ATM said, Please recommend an easy-to-understand book, video, etc., on use of glazes. Clay by Laura said, What type or style of pottery do you buy from another potter? Two Frogs Studio said, I'm in my second career in ceramics. Definitely not the hobby potter route. Is an MFA a must-have? Why or why not? Lady Tokyo Blue said, Who exposed you to pottery, clay, ceramics, and why have you stuck with it? And also says, how do you keep from getting hand or wrist pain from repetitive motion? Anita M. from Facebook said, how do you feel about sharing glaze recipes? Do you think it's important to share and possibly allow others to build on your work and further everyone's knowledge base? Or is it better to not share and encourage them to learn how to get to that stage and build upon their own discoveries? How important is recipe sharing in our field? And finally, Michelle W. said, How do you organize your work week? Do you have specific throwing days, glazing days, or does it change from week to week? I would love to be able to know how to organize my schedule, so with festival, market, and commission pieces all running, I don't get backed up and have to work super late nights for a week straight. Any tips on time management? Thank you to those who asked all these great questions. Uh, you may notice if you've been following along on the Pottery Making Info social media accounts, some of these have already been asked in a Mud Talk Monday post, and there have been some really great responses. Do you think you could answer some of these questions? Or do you need a place that will help you find the kind of people that want to hear the answer? Check out expertclay.com, which helps connect clay experts and people who want to learn from them. Instead of picking my favorite responses this time, or trying to answer some of the questions already asked, I'm going to give you some of the upcoming topics for this podcast so you have a chance to share your own answer. Maybe even hear it on the podcast. So, the next episode, episode 9, is favorite part of the process, but that is already going to be recorded by the time this current episode comes out. The next episodes that I will record are episode 10, what are you most proud of as a potter or ceramic artist? Episode 11 is your favorite experience about meeting other potters. Episode 12 is your biggest influence. Episode 13, what clay body do you use and why? Episode 14, what would you tell yourself when you were a beginner? If you could go back in time. Episode 15 is how do you price your work? If you want to contribute to any of these future episodes, go to expertclay.com slash mtp to record or write a message. And be sure to follow Pottery Making Info on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr to join the discussion on future Mud Talk Mondays. Some of these upcoming topics for Mud Talk Mondays could include what life lesson has clay taught you, what motivates you to keep making pots, what is the best pottery-related purchase you've made in the past couple of years, etc. As for the future of this show, well, who really knows the future? But I plan to start releasing a new podcast uh, about every other week instead of almost every week like I've done until now. Two weeks should give me enough time to organize, record, and edit a decent episode, And it'll give me a little bit more time to add more content to the blog and sending more emails to everyone on the email list. If you haven't been to the Expert Clay blog, recently I just put out an article about how I make the most of my time in the studio. It's got five ideas that that have really helped me. I'll be writing a little bit more in depth about each of those ideas in in the future. Uh, So thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And remember, if you haven't checked out expertclay.com already, you can see the show notes for this podcast and all the other episodes, and you can send a comment to be on the show. You can also connect with other potters and ceramic artists who you could teach or who you could learn from. So until next time, question everything and stay muddy.